Of course, um, it is Monday, September 13, 2022. This is your live morning show. Those of you joining late, we will come back and uh, talk about some of those things um, throughout the show and throughout the next month um, as we as we do it. And um, so when you're out there retweeting people and endorsing them and doing all those different things, you know, probably probably diminishing your chances of, of you coming to work for us. I mean, we love you as fans, and of course, you're free to do whatever you want. But you know, we we can't have people representing our brand that are supporting things that are just everything that's wrong with this industry, and and people that are wrong with this industry. So, um, yeah, Mills, you know, is one of the people that came in. He's been with us for almost a year now. At this point, came in through last year's contest, and um, you know, certainly has been great. Um, you know, he'll tell you um, firsthand that it's 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 awesome. He enjoys it. He has fun with it. Maybe not everything it's cracked up to be as far as being, you know, you just empty your picks and you're good to go. But, you know, at the same time, I think there's, you know, it's also been rewarding for him. It's something that he always wanted to do. So it's like, um, so, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's, you know, you have to get the picks in by a certain time. You have to, you know, there's all sorts of things. And it's like, then, you, you know, you have to deal with tech, you know, a system of getting the picks in and everything. So there's just a little bit more to it, but I'm excited to have it. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to have people that are associated with other scumbag sites on my website. I will not have it. Will not have it. So um, that's, that's kind of just the, the, the tone that things have taken, you know, over the last few years, right, Chris? It's like, I mean, Chris has been a sports chat for a while and, um, you know, pick dogs since we started pick dogs. So he's seen the evolution of the industry. Yeah. And while a lot of people out there are new to betting or new to our shows and new to all this stuff, it's like we were the first ones to do free picks on every game every day. So we've seen the evolution and the people that have come into the space and then other people that were in the space and just copy everything we do, right? You see all the people doing halftime shows now? Like, <laughs> it's like what I always tell people when they ask me what, what you should do is come up with some original ideas, try them out, find the one that works and and take and take it, you know, from there. But it's like copying other people and stuff, man, I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, that's stupid. Makes you look like an idiot, which these people, which most of the people out there that are copying us, well, they don't need any help in looking like idiots. They kind of have done a great job of that on their own. Anyways, Chris, we've got a uh, full card of Major League Baseball today. Let's get into some picks for people. We'll come back to some of this other become a capper stuff. Chris, how do you like being a handicapper? Because you were a free pick writer on the site who became a handicapper and became part of the live shows and all that stuff. I kind of coaxed them into the the into it a little bit. But I think like Rod too, Rod was a guy I found on the internet and I said, come work, come, you know, be part of it. And he, no, 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 I don't want to be on the shows. I don't want to now it's like, you know, he starts talking, he, you know, he can he can basically filibuster an entire show by himself if he wants to. <laughs> and no, he's making been... a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh. For me, it's it's been obviously life changing. But you know, I I started like you said, I was I was a free pick writer, and then we we talked about it, and then just yeah, it sort of just came came about organically. And would I change it? Anything different? Absolutely not. It's it's been fantastic. It's been you know a great great experience, and I'm happy to have been here since day one. And 
it's sometimes it's just it's just getting your foot in the door and then when you get your when you get your opportunity you take it and run with it and that's what this capper contest i think is going to do for 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 somebody so definitely by all means you know it's definitely a chance you got to take yep but um yeah and you know we got we're we're just get we're still just getting started i mean you know those of you that have been with us you know for a long time you know uh a lot, you know, a lot of, um, you know, yeah, all those I, people are mentioning all the other sites that are just copy what we do, right? That's all they do, right? It's like, I, it's like, it's ridiculous, you know, be original and, and do your own thing and whatever. And that's why, you know, they, that's why they, they live in dinky little apartments and all our guys are buying new houses and, you know, new cars and, you know, doing all the, the right things, you know, doing it the right way, you know? And it's like, if you copy like that, you're never going to find success, real success ever. You know, you got to blaze your trail, man. Be your own man. But uh, we'll get back to all this stuff. We always do, right? We've got the um, Reds taking on the Pirates, Chris. Uh, early start. I had the Pirates last night. I mean, I had the Reds last night. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, the Reds took the lead. I almost I acted like a, you know, like an idiot. I thought, oh, man, I'm going to win this one. No way. What do you like in this one? I, uh, I'm kind of just a little down on the Reds after, uh, after last night's display. They had so many chances, too. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I'm going to do what I normally do with at least double headers, and especially this one. I'm going to split the bet, and we'll talk about this one. That was the second leg of the double header rolls around. I, I like the over in this one. Um, I I was seeing Luis Sessa at one point for the uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. Haven't I haven't seen anybody? Uh, it's and I think it's now switched to TBD. I'm seeing Johan Oviedo though for the Pirates, and I still think this is just going to be a higher scoring game. Hitters ballpark in Cincinnati. I think we get to at least nine or 10 runs in this one. So I, I like the over in game one. So we get to this time of year in um, around the country. And, you know, what happens is it always seems that, you know, Labor Day weekend that, you know, in the North and when I lived up there in Chicago and everything, it seemed like um, it's going to stay warm forever. Right. It always seems like, and then all of a sudden it's like the switch flips and I see Chris has got a hoodie on. So I'm going to guess it's a little chillier than it has been up in his neck of the woods, which where it really gets cold. But I look at this one at great American ballpark. So two things happen in the fall, the wind and the temperature drops. So it's, they kind of counteract each other. But in this one, the wind blowing dead out the center field today at Great American, which is a hitter's ballpark, even though the temperature down around 67 degrees, it should come up a little bit from there, I would hope. But I still think with the wind blowing straight out at 10 miles an hour, I think the balls are going to be blown straight out as well. I like the over with you, Chris, in this one. Go to our next game. We've got the Toronto Blue Jays up against um, Jeffrey Springs. And I'm not going to say that Alec Manoa is too fat. I'm not going to say Alec Manoa is too fat. I'm not going to say Alec Manoa is too fat. Chris, don't don't even start with it. All right, he's too fat. All right, what do you think? I think this is going to be. I think Alec Manoa is way too fat. (laughs) Okay, normally there's no such thing as a lock in sports, but this this might be one of them. But uh, no, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Toronto in Game One. Um, I do like Jeffrey Springs. You know, I think he delivers a great outing for, for for Tampa Bay, and I think both starters could go fairly deep into this one, at least six innings. But 
for me, I was watching that Blue Jays game last night when Bo Bichette hit that late inning home run. It just seemed like the Blue Jays just flipped the switch. They're in 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 September mode, the September mode that the Tampa Bay Rays are known for being in at this time of year. And I think this is going to be a heated series. But uh, ultimately, I think the Toronto Blue Jays take game one of the doubleheader. So lean towards the Blue Jays in this one. Tyler McCoy saying not expect, do not expect warmer weather. He's in Indy. That's about a 45-minute drive from Cincinnati. I used to live in Cincinnati, so I know how close it's. Maybe an hour, depending on how, how fast you drive. It's, it's about an hour. Some, I guess it could be an hour and a half. But actually, a different time zone, even though it's that close geographically. Um, so he's saying they're not expecting um, the warmer weather for that game. But the wind is blowing out. So I still think with the wind blowing, I still like the over there um, in that one. Let's see what else. Do you all do parlays or straight bets? Chris, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> straight bets or parlays? Uh, well, you, you do straight bets, and I say you do straight bets fairly well. It's the alternate totals where you, where I think you, you get, uh, you get everybody. I, I'm, I'm, I partake in both, but yeah. uh, I, I go for alternate lines as opposed to parlays. You know, yeah. I do. I, I play alternate lines, and those are my, those pay off. You know, bigger than parlays, and more often than parlays to be honest with you. But I, I like the Rays in this one. I just think Alec Manoa, as the season wears down, so does he. Um, he's got jelly in his belly. And um, you know, I got my wife one of those lottery tickets, scratch ticket. It was her birthday okay. yesterday, and I threw it in with that card, you know, a $20 scratch ticket. She won 50 bucks. So nice. Uh, nice. She's a winner. You know? It's like, <laughs> I'm like, so should we call David from Lottery Dream Home and have him uh, pick out our cabin in Maine? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. You ever watch that? My Lottery Dream Home. They have that in Canada. No. They have like lottery winners and he helps them pick out their dream home. It's pretty cool. Oh, I think I've seen commercials for it. I've just never watched it. That's a great show. The guy's got like mega tats. It's like a home, you know, garden t- HGTV show. But he's got like okay. mega like tats like everywhere. He's like all tatted up and like, you know. And he's, he's like, well, let's go look in the garden. <laughs> Love that stuff. Anyways, got the Cleveland Guardians taking on the Angels. The Guardians have beaten the Angels a dozen in a row. Um, and that's not even a Mitch exaggeration. That yeah, is, I was just about to say. That, that is what it is. They've beaten them a dozen. They go for the Baker's dozen today. Chris, ever, no one likes a Baker's dozen more than you do. What do you think of this one? You shush. Chris invented the Baker's I invented the Baker's dozen. They brought, me, they brought me a dozen. I was like, that's it. There's one more sitting on the shelf. You might as well just put it in there. You know, you go to the place that gives you the Baker's dozen, and some people question, you know, the thirteenth you know, that you get, like, it's like I never questioned it. You know, I've never questioned it. I've quietly accepted my thirteenth donut and walk out the door. <laughs> or you just eat it on the way home and just act like it was still a dozen. So yeah, it's they'll, they'll never know the difference. Exactly. Um, but now for me, this one, I you got we got to preface it by saying they've won twelve straight in the favorite role against the Angels. But uh, that doesn't matter. I'm, I'm I'm still taking Cleveland for the Baker's dozen today. I know Jose Suarez. You know, a sub two ERA in his last seven starts, but you, you got a team playing for something and playing for a lot in the Guardians compared to a team that's really just playing for pride and to occasionally play spoiler at this point. Eh, you know, I'm still going to take the Guardians. I'll take Mike Trout for another home run and make it eight straight, but uh, but for a, for a pick in this game, I'm going to go with the Guardians still. 
instead of like splitting like Instagram and Twitter and stuff, should we maybe do like two divisions for the Capra contest? Nah, it's unfair. Then it's like you don't get the two best people that way. Yeah, yeah. We'll just go one oh, field of the masses. <laughs> the herd. I like the Guardians here. The Angels are just absolutely. When it comes to the Guardians, like they want out. But Mike Trout, the beat goes on, huh? Yeah. So, got the Tigers up against the Astros, and I knew it last time out that that was the last time we were going to get decent odds on Hunter Brown. Gave it out as a premium pick, and I said in the premium pick, I said, this is the last time we're ever going to get good odds on Hunter Brown, so let's let's bet this thing, you know, here. And uh, sure enough, man, it's here we are. And maybe maybe at some other point, you know, maybe against some other team, we might get decent odds on him. But the problem is, is that he's facing the Tigers here, so it's not going to help uh, matters too much, and um, it's not going to help. You know, it's not going to help matters much. If he was maybe playing the Yankees or something, maybe we would see different prices here. But if you mm-hmm. haven't seen Hunter Brown, this guy, is, this kid is something special. We love George Kirby. We love Hunter Brown in that same category of these good young pitchers and. Um, this guy, they asked him, you know, how did you learn how to pitch? You know, did your father teach you or, you know, did you have a special coach or whatever? He said, I grew up in Detroit watching, watching Justin Verlander. So he's from Detroit. So this is his homecoming game. He's, he said, I grew up in Detroit watching Justin Verlander. And he goes, that's why I throw like this. And it's the exact motion as Verlander. It's that over-the-top power, you know comes over the top and uh, you don't see a ton of guys pitch like that but he um he throws that over the top power pitch very very tough to hit you know just like verlander i'm not saying he's as good as verlander he but he, i think he has the potential to to be a pitcher along that path you know obviously we're not going to call him verlander we're not going to compare him to verlander he doesn't have the resume that verlander has we don't we don't give people the reputation we let them earn it but i'll just say hunter brown has the tools to be that kind of pitcher. I like I like the Astros here laying two and a half at least. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Detroit team total under two and a half, get plus 115 out of this. Hunter freaking Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't expect the Tigers to have any sort of success against Hunter Brown. You know, I, I look at their last few games. They've had back-to-back shutouts. They were looking good offensively. The Tigers were, you know, uh, in that series against the Kansas City Royals in the back end against the Angels. But still five of their last ten games, they scored two runs or less. And with Hunter Brown looking dominant against a, uh, a much better Texas unit than what he faces here with Detroit, I got to go with, uh, with the Detroit team total under two and a half. Go to our next game. And it is 22, 13. It is. I'm, what I do is I put the bookmarks in, you know, as we're going. So you guys have those. I know everyone loves a good bookmark. We've got the Marlins taking on the Phillies. Sandy Day under. <laughs> the, you know, the Marlins and the betting tools. Seven of the last eight times they've been favored. I mean, this just tells you they're only favored when Sandy pitches. But seven of the eight, seven of the last eight times they've been favored, the game has gone under. So it was the one game where Sandy got hit when he gave up the five runs, right? So I, I like, uh, I like the under here. Also, we we love Sandy. So 
Wait, how about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean towards the uh, the under as well. I think that's just my, my stronger play here. Alcantara, you know, not very Alcantara-like in his last couple starts. Three of his last four, he's given up at least five runs. And the, the one problem with, with Sandy is that here he's get, he's had some issues with the, uh, the Phillies. But usually when he's pitching against the Phillies at home, he does fairly well. He's given up two runs in each of those two starts at home against the Phillies this season. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I go with the under. Lean towards the, the Marlins as well. But, uh, yeah, under the stronger play here. Created a little ticker there. There we go. <laughs> Gotta love the ticker. Uh, need just, the, need just the speed there. Seems just a little, little quick, right? <laughs> you adjust the speed on that thing. Yeah, it comes around quick enough that it, people don't forget about it. <laughs> it's kind of moving. All right, we'll just leave it. Speed reading. <laughs> uh, speed reading to my resume. <laughs> it's like, so all those emails that I get from everyone, how do I become a capper? Details to follow. Yes, we will have details. Anyways. What are you selling today, Chris? Uh, for me today, I got my, uh, my $15 pickoff play. Made it four in a row yesterday, and, looking to, and I think it's now 14 of the last 17 that we've hit. So hoping to add to those numbers today. I love that play. Also got a couple other plays for uh, long-term subscribers right now. I might make a three-pack out of them, but right now, just for sale, I got the, uh, the $15 play. But uh, remember, use that bro- uh, promo code, WIN15, not just the daily pass. You can get, use it for, for long-term passes as well. All right. Well, for me, I've got my $15 big play, and um, I've got uh, – the big news release. We will be having our Become a Capper contest. The rules are as follows. Okay, we'll, we'll have all kinds of details with the rules, the starting dates and all that stuff. But the, but the early rules are these. Number one, do not email me, direct message me, message me on Twitter, Facebook, any of those things asking me about the contest. I will release the rules. Everybody will know. Everyone will see. You will have plenty of time to, to join. You will have plenty of time. And the rules and everything will be out there for you in plenty of time. If you email me, DM me, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to be thrilled about it. And I will not have an answer for you. That's for damn sure. But rule number two. If you work with any of the scumbag sites out there, the ones that we hate and are the exact opposite of, or promote them in any way, you will not be eligible to become a capper on our website. So think about it. When you're retweeting and promoting, you want a free pick or something? I mean, think about it. It's like you don't see Chris out retweeting, you know, these guys' picks, right? You don't see me doing it, you know? And this is, you know, you don't see any of our cappers doing it. It's not what we do. It's like... There's a lot of scumbag sites out there. We don't want to be associated with them or promote them in any way. I won't even mention them anymore. That's how scummy they are. You guys know how much I hate their guts. So, got the Reds versus the Pirates. Game two. Luis Ortiz on the mound. What do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna, again, I'm going to stick with the uh, the same sentiment here. I like the over. Um, like I said, just a matchup in a hitter's ballpark. If the wind's still going to be blowing out, not sure over the course of the day, but uh, 
So I just I don't want any part of either of these uh, pitching matchups right now. And I think, you know, like I said, we just get the, the runs coming in bunches. Probably split the bets between the over. I think you hit one, if not both of these games. So, yeah, I like the over in this one. Sounds to me like you might want to bring a sweater if you're going to the game today. <laughs> a sweater like a, and a glove to keep your glove on both hands to keep your hands warm. I lived in Cincinnati. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I lived, Chicago, in, I lived in Cincinnati for eight or nine years. I met my wife there. Her family is like all from Cincinnati and like all her family is there. We go there, um, you know, and there's a wedding or something. We'll go to Cincinnati. I haven't been there in a few years. But, um, you know, we go back. And uh, I'll probably be back. Um, I know next year for sure. I have a wedding on the books. I've saved the date. Right. Save this date. All right. I can do an STD. Yeah, save it. <laughs> save that date. Save it. Save it from what? <laughs> Bookmark it. I don't really couldn't tell you what I'm having for lunch today, but <laughs> I will leave that one open as well. Got the Blue Jays taking on the Rays. Come a capper at pick dogs. Can you talk about games like these? Blue Jays Rays game two. Yeah. Uh, Manoa's got his helmet uh, ice cream sundae on order <laughs> ready. It's like. I am pitching the first game. I know I won't be pitching the second game. You have around, it starts 7.07, maybe around 7.45. Deliver a couple of those helmet ice cream sundaes. So. For the record, when I was at the Blue Jays game last, I walked around, I could not find the helmet ice cream. So, really? Yeah. I got the Alec Manoa helmet ice cream helmet collection. I swear, I thought you were going to pull out like a regular size helmet and be like, I got the Manoa size. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We got, we got, I like that bit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we can do that bit. <laughs> we'll have to get, we'll have to get that. <laughs> he orders the ice cream in the helmet. They bring it to him. It's like, what the hell is this? You said it was in a helmet. <laughs> Hey, Kirk, get your hands off my ice cream helmet. <laughs> it's got chocolate sauce on his face as he goes up to the plate. It's like... They should have, like, a team, like, Kirk, Vogelbach, Manoa, CC Sabathia. Wow. Oh, I got the old Jays helmet. I need updates. You'll have to get me the new one. Yeah, I remember I saw that one. Yeah, you'll have to get me the new one. I'm out of date with a few of these, actually. I have to get some more ice cream. This is what happens when you don't live in the city that has a baseball team. You're limited. You're limited to this much. So in game two, who's listed as the starters? You see anyone? I've seen a. I, I I was looking at this game yesterday, and I said that I was doing. Uh, I was looking at the pitching rotations. No normal starter for the Blue Jays would be on normal rest here, so I'm anticipating a bullpen game, and I'm probably anticipating the same for the Tampa Bay Rays. So, if that ends up being the case on both sides, I, as much as I hate to do it, I got to go with the Tampa Bay Rays. 
the Blue Jays' weakness this season has pretty much been their bullpen. And uh, we've seen multiple times this season when the Jays have put out a bullpen game, it's usually not very good. And I think uh, I think it's just a, a game where the Tampa Bay Rays take advantage of that poor Jays' bullpen. So give me give me the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays game too. You think they got rid of Vogel back in uh, Milwaukee because him and uh, him and uh, Rowdy Telez wanted to set up the hibachi during the sausage race at, uh, at the stadium? If one of them falls, we got dinner. It's like, it's like, it's like everyone's cheering. It's like for the sausage. He's like, I don't know about you. <laughs> You're hungry? <laughs> like... Starts analyzing it. I don't know how you could take the kielbasa over the Frank. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good, clearly a weight disadvantage here. It is uh, definitely. All right, we go to our next set here. We've got the Nationals and the Orioles. The Orioles fought the good fight this year, but they're they're done. And then the Nationals have been the worst record. They're mathematically eliminated. And um, looks like a bullpen game here. What do you think? Yeah, I'm still going to stick with the Orioles here. I, I like Dean Kramer. You know, I think I'm just trying to pull up the wild card standings right now. I know that the uh, the Orioles far out, set five and a half games back. They're not mathematically done, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think they're they're starting to run out of steam, but I think they're going to keep going as if you know they're they're right there neck and neck. And uh, like I said, I like Dean Kramer. I haven't been a fan of Corey Abbott. He hasn't pitched terribly in his last couple of starts, but this is still the Nationals going up against the Orioles. I still lean towards the Orioles here just because of the better team. So it says, Chris, what's your win-loss stats? That's an easy question to answer. You head on over to pickdogs.com. You click on premium picks. You click on Chris Ruffalo, and it has his entire pick history for the entire time that he's been on the site. So you don't need us to, to do it for you. Um, you need your mama to cut up your steak for you into little bite-sized pieces because you can figure it out yourself. I'll send you a pencil if you if you email me your address. Um, I'll 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 spend the eight cents and a stamp. Put an even I'll put a piece of paper in there for you if you need to do the math. But um, anyways, it's all there. All of his picks. Um, it's a complete complete pick history over at PickDogs.com under the premium picks tab. Click on Chris Roop. Chris, I answered it for you. How about that? I appreciate it. Thank you. I never understand that question. I never understand it. It's like, we have those. We have it at the website. It's like, it's there. It's like, how freaking hard is it? How about the people like on Romanelli's videos? Why don't you tell us how you did yesterday? And it's like, I'll send you a pen. I'm like, I would way rather have our cappers. I would way rather have our cappers. Um, I would way rather have have those cappers working on giving out picks for games coming forward than to talk about yesterday when it's something somebody can easily do themselves. You know, it's like, I'm too lazy to do it myself. So you do it for me. It's like, this guy's busting out videos with, you know, graphics, everything, every single day. Right. It's like, you know what you've done for free and all that. It's not really, can you, can you do more because I'm too lazy to do it myself. It's like that, that's where it comes from. Where do you find Chris's stats? Over at Pick Dogs. Here, let me see if I can do a screen share. How hard is this? You go to Pick Dogs, click on Premium Picks, and then you look at the cappers there. You see Chris Ruffalo, and uh, it has all of his stats. No? Is it, yeah. is, is it that difficult? 
I'm not sure, man. You just go to pick dog, click on my name underneath all those pick packages. You could, there's even pages. You see, yeah, there's pages and pages and pages. <laughs> Legit tried. No, you absolutely did not try finding it. If you can't find it, you absolutely did not try. You absolutely did not try. You click to Chris's name. You scroll to the bottom of the page. All of his things. I mean, how hard is it? I legit tried. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Let me see if I can do this. So that's what I thought was going to happen. Let me see. Oh, man. So what is that? Here we go. Oh, crap. Let me. That's weird. It changed your background. Um, <laughs> let me go. I'll do it. Hang on. So if you go here, and then I go. No, that didn't work. Oh man, how do I do it? So I go here, and it says, Oh, there we go. And then I go here, and then you scroll, you find Chris Ruffalo. There he is, right? This guy. And you click on him. I can't believe you got to do this. And then here's every game he's ever picked all the way back. Look. Go all the way. Go. Look, here's from September 1st. And then you can go back to here's August 30th. Go back. Here's. August 19th, August 20th, you can go back. I mean, we could sit here basically all day, right? I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't know, man. How, how hard is this? Anyways, Chris Ruffalo. Weird, your background changed. Not sure how that happened. You guys see it though? <laughs> yeah, you just go to the website. But other but other people saying they couldn't find it. Chris does need a pick dog emoji. I need to go back and fix those. Yep, Chris started as a free pick writer and became a handicapper. I do that. Like guys that write free picks, I offer them um, after a certain point to become handicappers. We had one guy offered to become a handicapper. He quit. He just quit. <laughs> Instead of becoming a handicapper, he just quit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but RG Charlie could not find that. I don't know. I thought it was pretty easy. <sighs> See, that's the type of guy... I would never want as a handicapper on our site. Way too much work. I mean, if you can't find the stats on the website, it's like, you're never going to last working with me. 
It's like, I, I just, I love everyone. I love all the guys that work with us. I love all the pick dogs cappers. We are all a team and all that stuff. But most of the guys pretty, have it pretty much together. You know, with that, the, the basic stuff, they can figure it out. You know, some, some things not, are easier than others. And, you know, some guys will struggle at first with certain things, but most of the stuff really is not that difficult. Like finding Chris's stats on his capper page. Who would want to work with someone like that? I mean, yikes. Red Sox Yankees, is Cole scratched here? He's still seeing him going. Let me refresh and see him. Yankees. I'm seeing, now I'm seeing TBD, so maybe he get scratched. Possible scratch here from, from Cole. Um, we'll have to say, oh, I'm still showing them. I'm still showing them. But, um, anyways, we got the Red Sox and the Yankees. Who do you hope wins to become a capper contest? I just want somebody that's, like we said, who's going to be consistent. I just want the best, best possible job because when you bring in the best people, it makes everybody else better. So. Well, our Become yeah, a Capper guys that we've got from Become a Capper that are currently on the site are James Clark, Jovan, Mills, and Jay Briggs. Yeah. I'll take anyone like any of those four guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take two of them. I'll take 10 of them. If they're like those guys, I'll take 10. Like any of those guys. Combination of them. Look out, man. All right. Red Sox Yankees, did you say anything? Yeah. Over. I, 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 <laughs> I'll actually, yeah, I go with the over. I'll lean towards the Red Sox as well. I was going to lean there, especially if it was cold. The other side just had a spite alone. But Pavetta uh, didn't pitch terribly against Tampa Bay Rays. Just couldn't get the, 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 the support he needed to get the win there. But uh, two runs or less allowed in five. Four of his last five starts, three of those went at least five innings. So he's capable of dealing a solid start. He has given up uh, 13 runs in his last – sorry, I should say 17 runs in uh, – do some quick math here. 13 of third innings of work against the Yankees this season. But uh, usually the offense backs Pavetta up in those games. So, yeah, I'll go with the over, lean towards the Red Sox. Hunter freaking Brown. <laughs> Hunter. Hmm. Yeah, I like the over. I think I'm going to be swinging away at Fenway in this one. Let's go to our next slot. Such a slot. Jacob DeGrom minus 450 here against the Chicago Cubs. Boy, the Mets show-altering their way into the postseason here. It is not pretty. <laughs> uh, it's not something that's surprising either, but, man, Buck Showalter certainly can take a good team and manage them into the ground, and we are seeing the textbook Buck um, here. Chris, um, any chance that even Jacob DeGrom falls into this cesspool that is Buck Showalter management? <laughs> I, I I don't know. We'll have to see. We still got still got a little bit of time to to let that happen. But uh, I'm going to lean towards the under in this one. Uh, you know, Jacob Degrom's been pitching very very well. His last seven starts, 
a, a 1.66 ERA, two runs or less allowed in six of those seven starts. And, you know, while I want to knock Adrian Sampson for, for, you know, the Cubs, he's been pitching pretty decent himself. He hasn't been going overly deep into games, but he's given up two runs or less in uh, six, five of his last six starts. So I think it's just going to be a lower scoring game. I don't want to go anywhere near that minus 450 or even late the minus one and a half at like what, minus 170, minus 180. So uh, give, give me the under in this one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Mets. I'm gonna lay whatever the extended runs and stuff like that, and maybe think that maybe behind Degrom they they rally. You know, that uh, maybe you know he is the stopper here. I don't know. Just um, kind of not. Um, kind of not seeing it, you know what I mean? It's like the Mets just... But the Braves have really haven't done much either. The Braves haven't done much either. Go to our next game, and this will be... The Twins and the Royals, Joe Ryan and Chris Bubich, son of a Bubich to you. Chris, um, Joe Ryan, you know, he started the season gangbusters, really has not been the same pitcher since. What do you think of this one? Uh, you know, uh, he hasn't, you're right, but I think there, if there's a spot where Joe Ryan and the Twins are going to sort of get some ground back underneath him, it's here. I mean, Ryan's pitched really well against the Royals this season, 3-0 and with a 1.59 ERA. And Chris Bubich, you know, as well as he's pitched against teams like the Yankees, like the White Sox, you know, earlier on, he's uh, he's fallen on hard times his last few starts. 0-5 in his last five starts at 6.66 ERA. And um, I just think the Twins, you know, they need this win to have any shot of keeping their slim playoff hopes alive. So I'll take the Minnesota Twins on the run line here behind a strong start from Joe Ryan. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the over in this one. Joe Ryan and uh, Bubich, I think we see plenty of hitting. I know it's starting to get cold in uh, Minnesota too, but um, I think that uh, both these pitchers can are susceptible. Corbin Burns scratched in, uh, in St. Louis today. Uh, he'll be pitching tomorrow against Adam Wainwright. And uh, in this one, it's Matt Bush against Jordan Montgomery. Think the Brewers waving the white flag here, Chris? Potentially. Uh, you know, I was even I was going to ride the Cardinals even if it was Corbin Burns. Jordan Corbin. Montgomery's been not good. He's he had the one bad outing against uh, against the Atlanta Braves, but. Around that, a 1.45 ERA uh, in his last seven, basically since joining the Cardinals. And uh, through six shutout innings against Milwaukee in this same sort of spot at home in his lone start against them, uh, I think Montgomery and the Cards find a way to get the job done. I could, I remember Matt Bush, though, when he was pitching for the Texas Rangers and blew that lead for me. I remember I had a premium on it one day. I still haven't forgotten that. That's still stuck in my cross. So I hate his guts. I'm gonna, <laughs> 
<laughs> he's not on. He's not on the Christmas card list. Even if you get one one bolt, one uh, one inning from him as an opener, that could be enough to get the Cardinals enough to get in line for a uh, a run line cover here. So I, I always have one thought: like when the reliever lets in, like when you when you're laying the run line, the reliever lets in the solo home run, or like when that happens, when the guy just implodes out there and blows the lead for you, like a big lead, yeah. like Bush did. I only have one thought that goes through my head. You know, really, when when that's happening, and that is. What a dick, you know? It's like, <laughs> you, ever, I mean, you ever, like, watch a game and you just yell that at the TV? It's like. I I, I choose different words, but uh, along the same line, so we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, I don't like them. Tell you the truth, I didn't even know he ended up in Milwaukee until I saw it today, so I was starting to wonder where he had gone. The Mets minus one and a half. You're still paying giant odds on that, so I don't think there's any. Val- I think there's less value in the minus one and a half than the minus four fifty. Even <laughs> you know, it's like if you're laying big negative odds, you know, with runs. I mean, just not something I would do. But um, go to our next game here, and it is going to be the Rangers. And the A's, two teams that are really uh, pretty much nothing to play for at this point. The Rangers really disappointing, and the A's. Well, we knew at the as soon as the lockout was over, they're like, let's trade everybody, <laughs> and they did. So, uh, what do you think about this one? Yeah, uh, I uh, are they leaning towards maybe the Texas Rangers? But I think the stronger play in this one could be the over. Um, Cole Raggins, he's he's been pitching a little bit better as of late, but you know did give up three runs in five innings against the same A's in his last start at home. And uh, Ken Waldachuk, he's coming off a start where he allowed three runs over five and a third. I think if the starters don't get us there, the bullpens likely will. And uh, I like for this one to finish over the total. I like the uh, I like the Rangers here. The A's are just terrible. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't love the, what either of these teams are doing, but I like what the A's are doing even less. Go to our next game, and it is the White Sox and the Rockies. Hate the White Sox. My favorite team, but I hate them. What do you got, Chris? The literal definition of of the love hate relationship, but. Uh... Yeah, I think I'm still sticking with the over in this one, potentially with the White Sox as well. Chad Cool has just not been, you know, anything to write home about. I still a 9.40 ERA in his last seven starts. Granted, three of those starts came in Colorado, but look at the uh, the road starts. Gave up nine runs to the Padres, uh, three runs to the Braves, three runs to the Mets. He's capable of giving up enough here to get uh, the White Sox into the five six run range, I think. And Michael Kopech. Giving up uh, 11 runs across his last three starts, four runs in back-to-back starts. I like the over in this one. First five, full game, whatever you have. The catalog on the totals. The catalog. (laughs) Complete catalog. My wife always puts a glass of water on my desk before our shows. Do you know that? No. Yeah, fun fact. My wife always puts a glass of water on the desk. It had ice in it. It melted. I always forget about it. (laughs) little rainbow flies over your head the more you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, 
I, I wish I, I I like the White Sox here. I mean, I don't, I don't like this price. That's for damn sure. But um, I'll go with the White Sox here as a fan. You know, if, if nothing else, Kopech certainly has a high ceiling. I think we saw it earlier this season. I think he's one of those young pitchers, and we see this. You know, with young pitchers, it's like sometimes it takes them a while to be able to take it. Um, you know, into that next level into season. Dylan Cease was the same way. You know, his his first couple of seasons. Um, he would battle it out in these games, and then you know, late in games, later in the season, especially, um, he would fall apart. And now we see him put it together. Right? He looks like he's he's not. I don't think he wins the Cy Young, but he's certainly going to get a mention. He might win. He might win it. You know, he's got a shot. Who do you think wins the Cy Young in American League? Probably Justin Verlander. Probably Verlander, but I think Cease is in the discussion. Yeah. I think he at least gets votes. Speaking of votes, yeah. Merrill Kelly up against Clayton Kershaw in this one. Diamondbacks taking on the Dodgers. Diamondbacks, you know, kind of being the Diamondbacks, and they're not going to win every game. They're going to get hammered once in a while, and it's like, um, you know, like they said in Goodfellas, you know, everyone takes a beating once in a while. And the White Sox, I mean, the uh, Diamondbacks took one last night at the hands of the Dodgers, you know. And, uh, you know, I think that... Um, you know, Merrill Kelly here against Kershaw, I think they got a chance to avenge the loss. I think what we've seen in Kershaw games is he's been gangbusters. But once he comes out, boy, the bullpen has really let him down. He's kind of got that old DeGrom syndrome, right, where it's like he pitches really well and the bullpen just, um, you know, lets him down. So I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks here. Merrill Kelly, we're getting plus, almost plus 170 on our money in this one. Um, you guys know when, you see, when I see those type of odds, it generally doesn't take me much. Um, take much much of a, of a push to get me there. So they got me there. Taking the, uh, the D backs. How about you, Chris? Yeah. You know, I, I like the over here. And he said, Clayton Kershaw, he has been good since returning to the, uh, to the Dodgers rotation, but that, uh, that bullpen, like you said, can let him down and give up a few runs, but uh, Merrill Kelly, you know, he does, he has been going deep into games. He's gone seven plus innings and in five of his last seven starts. But he's also given up uh, three or more runs in four of his last seven, and then three starts against the Dodgers this season. He's allowed 14 runs and in 13 uh, innings of work. So I think we we get over this total if if the starters again if the starters don't get us there, the bullpens will, especially with the time impacts bullpen boasting. Mark Melanson, and Ian Kennedy, I think that's more than enough potential to get us over the number. Got the uh, Seattle Mariners taking on the Padres in this one. Um, what do you think of this one? I went back and forth. I was initially on the Mariners yesterday with Logan Gilbert at home, but the, a, a, a stat came out that, uh, or at least a streak I found, that the Mariners have failed to cover 15 in a row on the run line against the National League. I don't know if some of those were in the underdog role. Some of them were as a favorite and only won by one. But uh, I would maybe lean towards the heavy plus money with that. I think it was like plus 140 to plus 170 to your shopping. But I'm also looking at the uh, the over in this one. I think we, we get a bit of a higher scoring game in this one. I was, again, initially leaning towards the under, but just flip-flopping here. That's why you watch the morning show for updates like this. So I would uh, lean towards the uh, the Padres run line in the over. I don't know. The Mariners are now in first place in the American League wild card. The Padres um, still hearing footsteps from the Brewers. I mean, they've just been able unable to do um, anything in that, and you know. Have them. Where's the Mariners? What does it look like? There's a team that changes their hat every once in a while. <laughs> right? 
It's like the compass still, isn't it? Or like the S with the compass? I think I don't know what this one is. I like the old I like the old pitchfork they used to have. The trident. There it is. Yeah, this is actually probably oh. Probably about right. And it's a nice scoop of ice cream. <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream? I was on a cookie dough kit kick, but then I started, you know, I've been, I've been cheating on it. Man, don't don't make me pick. It's like asking which one of my which one of my it's 31 okay. kids I like the best. Just throw it out there. Throw it out there. Birthday cake. Birthday cake. Crazy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I'm gonna go off. So I'll take the under in that Padres Mariners game. Got the Giants against the Braves. Jakob Yunus. And the Giants against Kyle Wright, who kind of has been the man for the Braves. Um, it looked like the um, Giants were well in hand yesterday against the Braves and let it slip away. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I'm going to go back to the Braves here. Um, I'm just not a, a Junis fan. And, you know, Kyle Wright, he had a bad start last time he was out on the West Coast against the Oakland A's. But I think he's, he's still, uh, I think, the better pitcher here. He's not going to have a great start every time he takes the mound. I think he gets back on track here. I think the the uh, the Giants still not a team I'm I'm looking to back after they sort of played themselves out of the wild card spot. And uh, the Atlanta Braves, like I said, they got to keep winning, to keep pace with the Mets here in case the Mets start stumbling. So, give me the Braves in this one. I think I'm going to lean to the Giants. I don't know. I just can't can't get can't get past it. You know, it's kind of where I struggle. So, I don't love this one. That's for sure. Oh, we get to uh, that's that time of that time of the show. It's the parlay section. Chris, what do you think? All right. Well, today let me just get back to the screen here. I'm gonna go with the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays in Game One. I will go with the St. Louis Cardinals, and I'll go with Mike Trout to hit a home run. I'm gonna go with the uh, Reds Pirates over in Game One. I'm going to go with the Marlins Phillies under, and I'm going to go with the, I'll go with the uh, Chicago White Sox minus run and a half against the Rockies. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. We'll have details of the Become a Capper contest on the way. That means no need to email me, no need to send direct messages, none of those things. I'm not going to answer you if you do. Um, but uh, once the rules are out, we got plenty, plenty of time to uh, do it. And uh, like I said, you know, you could thank Jay Briggs for, for me, you know, deciding to do the contest again this year, man, after his performance last night on the halftime show. Just reminded me why we do it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to smash that like button and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already done so.